funds and thinks that they're all wrong. One's American and one is an Aussie. Talking about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. All right, and we're live. Yay! Talking Success. about StarCraft 2 and the esports scene. Yes, exactly. Yes, Nailed indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. Yeah, so we're back again, live, once again. Yeah, on twitch.tv slash Somicron. Uh, a little bit late because I was finishing up uh, the Halo novel Glasslands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was a you... little bit, yes, a little bit longer than I uh, uh -huh. expected it to be. By yes. like two weeks. Uh, that is correct. Uh -huh. It's uh -huh. 400 and it's 500 pages. Is it? It's a 500 page book. I don't think according, so. According to the Halopedia article about it. Mm, I don't think it was 500 when I read it. It might have been 464, because that's the original page count. But then they like added 30 pages in the 2019 version. I don't know what that's all about. My one was 414 pages. And the last like mm. 15 of them are just like, hey, buy our Halo merch and check out the other books. And the thank yous. So it's less than 400 pages. So maybe the Australia version is written in a slightly smaller font. <laughs> so it's in fewer pages. I mean, technically like a possible. Tenth, a, a tenth of a point shorter. I don't know. <laughs> Although I will say, um, for some reason, some unknowable reason, the Google Playbooks, uh, like... Yeah, yeah, that's where I got it. Yeah. I mean, I got it in the same place, so it should be the same thing. But for whatever reason, it's permanently stuck in dark mode now. Haha. <laughs> I like dark mode. I'm not going to complain about it. But, yep. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not going to complain, but I don't like to read like that. <laughs> right. And so I, I, I mean, I, I can turn it off, but by doing okay. so, I have to turn dark mode off in my system settings on my phone, which means. Oh, so it's the system settings that are like everything is dark mode. Right. But I don't know why it suddenly decided to start applying to the book and the, the setting, like Google, the book set, app, book app has its own settings for that. And dark mode is unchecked, which is weird because its settings aren't in dark mode either, right? Like it, it's, its system settings keeps it light mode, even though the phone system setting says everything is dark mode, which makes the book dark mode, even though the system settings for the book app is not dark mode. Yeah, I got nothing then. Yeah. I okay. had some answers, but they're gone now. <laughs> Okay, so I just checked. Yeah, mine is 400, and I'm on page 407. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's just acknowledgements and mm -hmm. advertising and about the author and stuff. Yes. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Halopedia, you are wrong. <laughs> anyway, man, that was, that was some good writing there. And I was expecting that. So... The okay. fact that I still think it's good writing, I think, is a good indication of how good the writing was, right? Okay. So yeah. I went into it with high expectations, and I met my expectations, and yeah, so it was good. All right. Excellent. Uh, not as action-packed as Ghosts of Onyx, or Ghost of Onyx, right? Um, not as many, like, firefights, not as much running around and shooting yeah, things and stuff like that. Definitely not. It's, a it's much more about, like, the intrigue that's going on, right? Like... It is, for and, sure. Mm. Oh my god, did my neighbors decide now's the time to mow their goddamn lawns? Is that a lawnmower? That's, That's a, a really high-pitched, whiny lawnmower. 
It could be a whip of snowball. Yeah. God damn it. It's fine. We can roll with it. Yeah. Gonna have to. I can hear you okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the book is about, like, Hazley's past. and Sorry. I always mispronounce it. Holsley. Like... Actually, the American pronunciation. I'm doing it the American way. No, 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 no. Call her Holesley no, no, if you want. No, 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 no. See, if this was just like a name in a book, right? I would let it slide because there would be no problem. She's appeared in games. People have said her name, and it's only oh, by Americans, true. right? Fine. Yeah, that's true. Fine, Doctor Holesley. There we go. If and you want, just call, things... a, just call her Kate. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm gonna do that. No. Hey, what's up, Kai and chat? Uh, yes, what Dr. Halsley has done and everyone learning about it and then her coming to terms with it and everybody else coming to terms with it and what happens to her. Mm -hmm. And so here's the thing. I already knew the whole thing about them stealing kids away and then cloning them and sending the clones back to their parents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is this where it was originally revealed? Does this no, not? No. We don't know about this until now? No. No. Okay, because they definitely treated it like a hey reader, check this out. And I was like, but I, I already know this. <laughs> it's this is not hitting me quite as emotionally strong as you guys are going for. Right. <laughs> it, right. It, okay. Yeah, it, but it could be someone's first time. Yes. It could be. Yeah. No, but that's the that was the intent, right? If you're reading the novels and playing the games and the book comes out and you read it right when it comes out, this is mm -hmm. the first time it's ever mentioned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm yeah. No? Wait, no, no, hold on. I, I missed that question. So I can't remember what they talked about in Ghost of Onyx about how they did the Spartan 1s or the, no, the Spartan 2s. Mm -hmm. the, the, the problem with Ghost of Onyx is there's a lot of talk um, like at Onyx, which then carries over immediately in Glasslands. And remembering yeah. which one was in which book is pointless. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, okay. I just, I remember but, them talking quite a bit about. So the book Full of Reach definitely covers the child abduction and cloning, right? Okay. All right. So, All right. So it's this. So no. So Glassland is not the first time that they've ever done that. No, no. That wasn't a okay. retcon or anything like that. No. That's... Well, not a retcon. No. I just I couldn't remember if they'd ever gone into specifics about how that worked. Not that they were hiding it. Just they never really talked about it. You know. Right. Okay. Anyway. Uh. Cool. So that that's a lot of the book. Like a lot of the book is you kidnap children and send back mm -hmm. horribly diseased, soon to be dead clones of the children to their parents. So here's something too. So mm -hmm. there's six when they do this, right? The kids are six. Mm -hmm. Five or six, yeah, around that age. And they send back these clones. Uh huh. Do the clones have all the memories of the original child? Um. Some. Because if they don't, there's no way in hell this would make any sense at all. So okay. Because it's not like, like infants, yes. Mm -hmm. Give me an infant that looks just like mine. Sure, it's my baby. It's a potato. Six-year-old <laughs> who doesn't know anything <laughs> that my six-year-old knew? No, not okay. my child. Okay, so the answer is they have most of their memories, yeah. Right? Okay, all right. Um, okay, so, so it's not just genetically cloned like you're cloning a sheep or something. No. It's deeper than that. It's, it's definitely deeper than that. Um, So I just... I'm, you know, a third of the way through the final book in the Killer 5 trilogy. Um, okay. Uh, Model Didacta, or Dictata. I can't remember how that word's pronounced. Um, and it focuses a lot on Naomi and um, her experiences yeah. as a six-year-old being kidnapped. Oh, and then it, okay. then it cuts to the clone. And the clone, oh. <laughs> and the clone is oh. like, 
hey, uh, thanks. For, like, I'd like to go to the bathroom now. And she stands up in like her house and doesn't know which way to the bathroom is, but clearly recognize who her <laughs> dad and mom is and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, well, and then the whole point about Naomi's father being like, this is not my kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks like my kid. It's not my kid. This is some crazy government conspiracy. And everyone's like, you crazy old coot. Hmm. Yeah, he, he's like, they, they mentioned it in the books. He's the one in a billion conspiracy theorist who's actually got it yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they lose track of him. They assume he gets glassed in a covenant attack mm-hmm. after his wife commits suicide, by the way, which. <laughs> yes. Uh, and she demands to be sterilized because she doesn't want her future children to have the same genetic abnormality that her cloned child. I mean, it's. <laughs> It really puts a pretty human face on the whole thing. Cause like yeah. I knew, like I knew what they did and I was like, that's terrible. But for them to be like, and then her mother committed suicide and her father went nuts and then they died at a covenant attack. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, this was much worse than I thought. Yeah. 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 And then the stinger at the end where they're like, Hey, remember how we told you her dad died in a covenant attack? Just kidding. <laughs> He's fine. Well, He's alive. He's, I don't know that he's fine necessarily. He, he's still alive. And guess where he's hanging yeah. out? The terrorist homeworld. Yeah, with all the terrorists, which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Like he blames the government for the destruction of his entire family. It's true. Yeah. So that's how you make terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it ends in a total cliffhanger. I was like, I, wow. I mean, I knew it was a trilogy. I just, I didn't necessarily expect it to be like, here's some interesting plot threads that we're not going to resolve in this book by the next one, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel and like... I guess Ghost of Onyx did the same thing. Ghost of Onyx is like, hey, all the Spartans are trapped in some kind of a Dyson sphere at the mm-hmm. end. It's like, mm-hmm. but that, that's not how it's supposed to end. <laughs> right. I feel like yeah. this book sets up lots of threads, which I know they don't finish because they're, they're setting up for the Halo 4 game, right? But having played yeah. the Halo 4 game, I feel like they don't adequately address them there either. <laughs> Oh, garbage. Yeah. Oh, no. So there's stuff that, like, I'm interested in finding out more about, and they just don't bother to go back to it? I mean, maybe. <laughs> Depends on mm-hmm. what you're interested in. Um, yeah. The, the Infinity. Dyson's... Is it called Infinity? Yeah, UNSC Infinity. Yeah. Like, they're like, we have cobbled together whatever Forerunner technology we could find. Mm-hmm. We made a spaceship. Mm-hmm. It's like, this sounds kind of macgyver you guys. <laughs> it <laughs> is you a little used a lot of chewing gum and, like, paper clips? <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay. There's probably paper clips on board. I don't know about chewing gum. I don't know if they're regulation. But <laughs> the Infinity is an interesting thing because they really focus Halo 4 around it. And there's actually two campaigns with Halo 4. There's the main campaign with the Master Chief. But then there's Spartan Ops, which was like an episodic like released story where you get missions and a campaign going around with one of the Spartan 4 teams. And... It's all centered around the infinity, which, ooh la la, the infinity. It's a nearly six kilometer long ship. And then I'm just thinking, but hold on, in Reach, we destroyed uh, the Long Night of Solace. That was a Covenant cruiser that was like 28 kilometers. It's huge. It's like, ten, yeah. <laughs> it's like five times the size. Why, like, why is six kilometers so impressive for the infinity? I get that that's like twice as long than any other human ship. Other yeah. than space stations, but I don't know. It feels like they were trying to make it impressive, and they were just like, "Well, we forgot this one ship existed this one time." And six kilometers is a lot of kilometers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. 
Well, that's kind of disappointing. I mean, I don't know. I don't need it to be huge, as long as it's cool. I mean, yeah, it is cool, yeah. Um, okay. There's some interesting bits of, um, like, trivia around it. Like, it's... Um, no, I'm getting confused with another Covenant ship. Never mind. It's it's energy shields can take an impact from a small moon, right? Like it could drive into a moon and be fine. But that that's is not pretty cool. That's not the Infinity, unfortunately. Maybe it could do it. I don't know. In one of the Spartan Spartan Ops cutscenes, you can see it crash straight through a Covenant ship when it comes out of slip space. So that's cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So it does do some cool stuff. I'm not I'm not bagging out the ship. Yeah. Just they try to make it sound impressively big and it's not. I get it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, this book takes a lot of the things that were in Onyx and obviously in Fall of Reach and just kind of personalizes a lot of it and makes mm -hmm. character progression and stuff. Like the whole Lucy arc is really good in mm -hmm. Glasslands. Mm -hmm. It's like prior to that, it's like she's mute. That's all. Yep. The end. We're not really going to explore it at all. Yeah. And, and then, then you... at Glassland, they're like, we're going to explore it to death. <laughs> yeah. We're going to spend so much time on this. <laughs> I hope. I... Okay, that's one of the threads they just never accurately resolve either. It's like, what? oh, Nahura got, got her to speak. Well, like, you've seen her speak, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah that's, that's her last appearance in the books. <laughs> like, she's <What>? done. <laughs> Isn't the next book in the trilogy written by the same author? Uh-huh. Yeah. The next two are. What, what <laughs> did she... Karen! What happens to Lucy? She doesn't die or anything. They just no. never come back to her. Yeah, they're just like, okay, she punched out Halsey. And um, then yeah, yeah. Kilo, Kilo 5 oh, cool. arrests her. And then you don't need to know about the Spartan 3s anymore. That's that, Their entire story ends. <laughs> All of the Spartan threes? None of them are in the next book. <laughs> oh my god! But I spent so much time with them. Uh huh. Great. They go. Holy, holy! So they just do Spartan sport four stuff and like. Uh no, they don't even cover the Spartan fours yet. They like they mention them briefly, right? Like as a program. Um. Yeah. And well, that, that was a big thing. Okay. That was a, all right. All right. Like fine. Yeah, that's sorry. <laughs> well, we make the whole big thing in Glasslands about how, like, we're not going to grab children anymore. We're going to take adult recruits and we'll make them awesome. That's mm -hmm. what the Spartan Fords are going to be. Right. It's like awesome. And then they never talk about her again. Cool. Well, I mean, it's all setting up for Halo 4, right? Yeah. Because in Halo 4, you fight alongside the Spartan Fours. Uh, all right. Yeah. And then you play as them and their stupid armor configurations. I don't like it. I look forward to that. <laughs> it's going to be great. I mean, so does John show up in the... In, uh... in these books? No. In in oh. the in the timeline, he's frozen at the after the destruction of the Ark in Halo 3. Yeah, no, I know. And they're all mourning him as dead. I know. Mm -hmm. And then he, comes, then he comes back through magic. Uh, sort of. He wakes up at a place... Where Halo Four takes place. I don't want to like. I'm yeah. like. I'm starting to spoil the next book and um, Halo Four if I like start talking about Hillik. Yeah. No, yeah. I get it. But yeah. you're saying he's never in the books. They just refer to him. Yeah, they just refer to him. Like there are books where he's okay. in, right? Like Operation uh, First Strike, which actually the book's called just called Halo First Strike. Um, he's in that, and that's set yeah, yeah, between okay. two and uh, one and two, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Just not in this particular. Arc. series of yeah, storyline no. stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, then there's the whole storyline of like the Arbiter and Admiral Hood trying to make peace between mm-hmm. the humans and the Sankili. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Arbiter is all cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, hey, Arbiter, you should come to Earth for the whole memorial for those fallen in the war and you can like Shake pay hands. respects to Master Chief and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and then they make note that Hood didn't invite any of the um, leaders from the army for some reason for that memorial service. Like, I don't remember why they make note of that, but they just do. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, feels random if it's going to have zero consequences moving forward. But okay, thank you for telling me that, that Hood, for some reason, just cold-shouldered the army. (laughs) Right. I mean, he's an admiral. He's cold-shouldering his own dudes. No, well, he's an admiral in the Navy. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. But, sure. Army, (laughs) Navy. Military. Yeah. All that stuff. I like they were in Australia at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I thought you might appreciate that. Yeah, probably. On Australia Day. A true fact. On Australia some, Day. Some dude hangs Australian flag and it's all emotional and stuff. Yeah, everyone starts cheering and clapping. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, again, just so much more detail and humanization of the story. They're like, the um, ODSTs are walking around and they're like, kind of expected i don't know maybe after the war was over people would be cheering and dancing in the streets and making out and stuff but they're still kind of worried it's gonna come back which number one is a fair concern because there's no official treaty or anything right they're like well the fighting stopped but the war's not over (laughs) right yeah and and number two this war has been going on for a lot longer than like world war ii ever did so Mm -hmm. it's been going for like 35 years or something around there yeah Um, no 30 32 i think um, but also communications Apache in some of the outer rim planets. Um, so fighting might still be going in places. Right. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Nature of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they talk about the different, uh, the colonies and how some of them just don't even really want to respect the authority of the UNC. UNSC. And UNSC. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that's the military organization, um, isn't the it? The UEG the- is the United Earth Government. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. A lot of U acronyms. Yes. The one that I never remember is like uh, Sinfleet, C-I-N-C Fleet, right? Yeah. I, the C-I-N-C, I can never remember what that stands for. Fleet makes sense. Have... It's Navy, but you know. Yeah. I yeah. have no idea otherwise, but. Yeah. Anyway, just how like a lot of them don't want to respect the authority of the Earth government, but like we kind of need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need them for stuff, and also there's a specific quote in there that's like, "It's a cold, like cold, unforgiving galaxy out there, and if you're not with us, you're against us." Mm. So, like, even if you're human, if you don't consider yourselves part of us, we're gonna default to considering you an enemy. So, like, maybe we should reconsider that. You know, I mean, maybe, but I mean, uh, it makes sense to a degree. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, like, for sure. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about yeah. like Mal and Vaz and Devro? I suppose. Um, yeah, like the characters. They were okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the most compelling characters in the book I found. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you, What do you think about um, them trying to process the whole like, well, Holsey kidnapped kids and replaced them with clones and. But it definitely totally won us the war. It's the only reason we're alive. <laughs> like yeah. Like, them having to, like, balance that morally. 
Sure, they say that, but then they're also like, yeah, but she started this way before the Covenant ever showed up. It's true. So, like, this was not about helping to win the Covenant War. This was just... About killing other Doing humans. it for military purposes, right? It was for uh, fighting colonial insurrections. It's for fighting yeah. Venezia. Yeah, it was yeah. for murdering other people, other <laughs> humans. So... Yeah, I think Vaz at the end almost like straight up murders Halsley. Mm-hmm. He goes through. And then BB's like, uh, how about you don't do that? Because BB is the best character in the book. He's great. <laughs> For sure. I think <laughs> BB then Phillips, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, Phillips is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second book focuses how to... a lot around Phillips. You'll like it then. Okay. Yeah, he's a ton of fun. Learns how to speak the Sangheili language. It's just. He's an anthropologist. He just has no interest in war, conflict, or anything else, or his own personal safety. He just wants to be out there exploring and learning stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's cool. He's good. I like yeah. Phyllis. Yeah. BB's awesome. The AIs are always cool. Like, I don't know what it is with the AIs in the Halo universe, but, uh, like, other AIs in science fiction and stuff like this aren't nearly as awesome as, like, Cortana and BB have been. Mm-hmm. Do you, do or you even like that one on Onyx last time on the oh, last yeah. book. Uh, like, that guy Endless was cool too. Yeah, yeah. Endless Summer was rad. Mm -hmm. You know why? It's because they give them personality. No. Well, sure, but like I'm thinking of, well, I guess they give them full personalities, right? There's a mm -hmm. lot of times where there's AI that's given a little personality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking the AI bartender in Passengers, right? Where. You can talk to him. And you can give a little bit of advice here and there, but he's not really a full-fledged. He's yeah, yeah. He's personality, not a, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and part of, anyway. Like he's got a, just enough personality to bartend, right? Yes. Like, but outside Which of is it, a decent amount, right? He's what they would consider in Halo to be a dumb AI, right? Mm -hmm. Where right. his life isn't going to run out in seven years because he's going to think himself to death. Um, and he's got a very high IQ in his field of study. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other good AI examples that are just notable and stand out. And I just don't... Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's the thing about The Expanse, is The Expanse is... It's sci-fi. It's not crazy in the future. It's not nearly as far in the future as Halo is, but we've colonized Mars. You know, we've got not faster than light travel, but faster than we can... Really much faster than we can do faster travel. But there's not anything close to an AI. Right. They basically have, like, Siri technology where you can do voice commands to the computer and they'll do stuff. But there's nothing even remotely close to being self-aware in that one. Right. Well, actually... So well, uh, the expanse is set in the 24th century. It's not too far away from Halo. Oh yeah, where's this Halo? Uh, 2500, well 2554. So okay, that's yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. I think the expanse is harder sci-fi, like harder or more realistic sci-fi than Halo is. Halo's not as much concerned with physics and stuff. Right. Which I mean, puts it, it kind of in a different... It's, it's, it's in a different bracket, I it, think. It is and it isn't, right? Like, they clearly they're like, well, there's some non physicy like, hard-set science things that we want to have, like fast and light um, travel, right? 
Yeah. But at the same time, it also pays it a good deal of attention when it comes to ship engagements, right? And it's like, oh, these people are taking into account the gravity wells of the planets that they're in. And I don't think they show up a lot in this books, but uh, in the other Halo books, um, they really take into account like, oh, this guy's going to launch nukes and hide them in a specific place because he knows they'll drift in a certain way around the planet. And if he can position the Covenant ships there, they'll detonate inside their shields and shit like that. It, so they, they do pay it enough yeah. credence, I would say. Okay. Yeah, more so than some other... I mean, I'd almost call some other stuff sci-fi fantasy, where there is just <laughs> no intent mm-hmm. at paying attention to anything in the real world that way at all. Right. So yeah, Halo, it straddles the line. It's closer to the Expanse than, say, Star Wars, where Star Wars doesn't really give a crap. Yeah. Generally. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Ugh. Well, good. It was good. It's a good book. It was good, Karen. You're a good author. Mm-hmm. You have talent, Miss Karen Travis. Yeah. Oh, show. Sure. Uh, and I was thinking, too, like, what a interesting job it is to have, like, have the Halo franchise come to you and be like, we need you to write a book for us, but continue this existing storyline <laughs> with all these characters. So, all like, right. she has to read all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she has to figure out who these characters are, what voices they speak with, because there was really nice continuity. There was nothing in this one that I felt like was a jarring difference from the last one. It was the last one just better written. Um, there which is. I think it's hard to do. Yeah, I mean, I think she does an, an incredible job given what she had to work with. Um, yeah. But there is a slight difference, and we actually argued about this before we had read Glasslands, which was okay. whether or not. Um, that Kurt was taking children, abducting children for the Spartan 3 program. And I said they were, and you said they weren't, because you said that um, they took orphans. And in uh, Ghosts of Onyx, Kurt and Colonel Ackerson have a a chat with Big Maggie about uh, getting the outer colonies to gene register their kids. And they're like, oh, we'll bundle it with um, a vaccination or something clearly saying that they don't care if these kids are orphans or not. They just need people who, with the right genes to match the augmentation process. But then Glasslands spends, like, chapters with Mendez and Halsley debating over whose program was less evil because they decided to take orphans. And it's either Mendez didn't know or Karen didn't get the message. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... It kind of seems like maybe Mendez didn't know. Yeah, maybe. But if that's the case, why are we spending so much time on an argument where one person is coming from a faulty premise, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's weird. Because, yeah, he makes the whole point like, all that matters is the human spirit and the desire for re- revenge. And, yeah, like, go- that, that's where we got these kids. They We asked them who wants to, like, who wants to get back to... at these aliens, yeah, right? Yeah. And the ones that said yes, we took those. Mm hmm. He doesn't think there was any kind of genetic testing at all. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that his program was just as successful as Halsley's, who mm-hmm. did do a ton of that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good question. I wonder if anyone's ever asked her that. Like, hey, did you screw this up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I, I don't want to go, like, prying into, like, a uh, you know a book that's nine years old and be like, uh, you got this one detail wrong. Nine years well, ago, like, what, there's no the way we're the first people to ever ask that question. I mean, probably maybe... that's another reason why I don't want to do it because I know we're not the first ones to do it. <laughs> yeah, well, I was. I want to know. Maybe I'll go looking for a Reddit AMA or some kind of a 
article somebody interviewed her for or something. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Maybe. We'll see. Anyway, in other news, uh, I watched Tenet last night. Ooh, what'd you think? Uh, did a socially distanced movie experience for the first time ever. It was good to be back. Okay. And so you know how I have my 20-minute rule for the local theater by my house where mm -hmm. it's 20 minutes of previews on the nose every time, and so I show up 20 minutes late? Right. I was worried they wouldn't have enough trailer content to fill 20 minutes because of the state of the movie industry. Uh-huh. So I showed up on time, and it was 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bummed. Well, I, I think that's better than my experience going back to the movies. True. <laughs> where I went to go see Star Wars, and they didn't start it for an hour after they said while they just yeah. let it, left us sitting in a dark room with their music playing. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit late. Like, they're usually on time with it, but this one was... They started at five minutes late, did 20 minutes of previews and commercials, and then started the film. Fair enough. So, anyway. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it was very Christopher Nolan. It okay. was a lot of obsession with the concept of time, which hmm. is something he spent so much effort putting into his movies. Ever mm -hmm. since the first one, ever since Memento, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, there's none. There's none of it in Bat the Batman movies. Okay, yeah. But I think other than that, every film of his has involved time, the concept of time in some way. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any exceptions. Anyway, I, so I'm this not one enough with his movies. So yeah, that's fair. But like Interstellar, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, even. Even something like Dunkirk, which is just the straight-up movie portrayal of an event that happened in World well, War II. It's not straight-up because, like like you said, time. They cut around yeah. the scenes because sometimes yes. scenes are forward, sometimes they're back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, everything's happening simultaneously in the air, on the sea, on the ground. But they're happening at different speeds. We spend more different, uh, different amounts of time with each of those scenes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's playing with time in a way that's not time travel, but he's playing with time even that in that one. Yeah. So this one, he basically, I mean, uh, I don't want to spoil things. Uh, uh, a spoiler warning for Tenet. If you like, want to watch Tenet, tune out for like five minutes. Yeah, five minutes seems fair. Mm -hmm. So basically, he, I believe what seems to have happened, he came up with the concept of what if you could move backwards in time, but... While moving forwards. No, <laughs> you're moving backwards in time, but you're moving backwards through time. Everything is opposite to you, Right. Right. So you're walking forwards, everybody else is walking backwards. Okay? Okay. So they're experiencing time in the reverse from you. You are in the phrase they use in the movie a lot is they're inverted from you. Right. Yeah. So that's the concept. And then he builds an entire two hour movie around it. Doesn't really care as much about the writing or the character development okay. as he has in his other movies. So right. That was a little bit of a struggle. I felt like the acting was a little bit less than in his previous films as well. So overall, I don't know. It was fine. Mm -hmm. um, it was the action set pieces were really engaging visually. The audio was amazing. He does stuff with the music where he's playing it backwards sometimes because of this concept of inverted time, right? Okay. So that was a little disconcerting, but kind of cool at the same time. And then... 
<laughs> he has his characters say a lot, what happened, happened, right? So they're trying to explain that even though we're doing this inverted time stuff, the timeline is secure. We're not screwing with anything. What happened, happened, which is bullcrap because they're going back in time and changing stuff. But he still has the characters say this thing. Like, he's trying to convince the audience. Like, eh, if you see a paradox here, no. What happened, happened. No, Christopher Nolan. That's not what's happening. You're screwing up the timeline. Right. Like, I just, I don't know. That's been my big problem with time travel for years and years now. Is you go back in time to change something that removes your impetus to change the thing in the first place. And your story is crap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's a there's a lot of that and if you want to tell me it's multiverse and you're changing things and that creates a new version of the world on a different timeline cool i can roll with that but don't tell me it's the same timeline and you're going back and changing stuff in the existing timeline in that way it doesn't make any sense uh did they get into the whole it's timelines or did they just like no 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 no. it's not a paradox wink it's not a paradox because we insist it's not a paradox (laughs) Fair so, eh, so it's fine. Uh, as per usual in Christopher Nolan movies, there are a lot of moments where characters are saying things and either they have a mask on and so it's hard to understand what they're saying or they're just kind of mumbling or they have an accent and they're mumbling and there's a lot of music at the same time. Hmm. So I want to say I probably missed about 15% of the dialogue in this film altogether. <laughs> and that's just kind of a Christopher Nolan staple. I don't know what it is. I don't know why he has no priority over making dialogue audible and understandable. But that's mm. been a problem in Interstellar. It was a problem in Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it was something of a problem in Inception. Yeah, Bane was a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Copenhagen does think- <laughs> which time travel movie doesn't break rules of time travel? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, I'll take um, you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Explain further, Copenhagen does. Anyway, what were you saying? Um, no, I'm just glad you enjoyed the movie, despite the time travel. Yeah, it got, it got to the point where I was like, look, it's paradox stuff. You're trying to convince me it's not. I'm going to roll with it. So I decided to roll with it for the last, like, 40% of the film, and it was fine. Right, because yesterday we were talking, and I was like, oh, you're going you're gonna to go see Tenet. Cool, cool. Um, and I'm like, I know that it's got time travel in it. Like that, it's all yeah. this inversion stuff, and I'm like, hmm, I don't think yep. he's gonna like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have uh. fun storming the castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's Nolan, like his craft, his ability to make visually interesting, good paced movies is mm-hmm. it's still there. There's nothing different about this than anything else. Mm-hmm. So on that level, no complaints whatsoever. Fair enough. So it was good. I just, I don't know. I wish, I wish he'd get off the time travel obsession. I really do. It just, his Batman movies are so good and none of it has anything to do with time travel. Mm, Batman, okay, uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight are really good. Dark Knight Rises is, nah. Oh, they are. You don't like Dark Knight? Oh yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> like I think they're fine, but I don't think they're incredible masterpieces of filmmaking. How do you feel about Inception? Um, I thought it was fine. Okay. Like I think it's got an interesting concept that I hadn't seen before at the time, mm-hmm. but you know it's not incredible. It doesn't make me like 
go, oh my god, that's going to change the way I think about my perception of time. It's not happening. Well, Inception wasn't about time. It kind of was. <laughs> like it, it certainly involves time, but it's not going to change my perception on ideas and how they like get implanted to me by other people, whether intentional or not. Right, right, right. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. It's more time dilation. Mm-hmm. Key exactly. It's yeah. the concept to you, time is moving at one speed, but to everybody else, it's moving at a different speed. Which comes back to Halo, because the Dyson sphere was moving at different speeds. The forerunners yeah. could totally just control perceptions of time. The time dilation. Time dilation there too. Okay, so engineers. Mm-hmm. Herogoths. This was my first introduction to Herogoths. Okay. Have you not played any of the yeah. games with them? Are they in the games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're totally in um, like Halo Reach, Halo 3, ODST. I don't remember them appearing in Halo 3 specifically. Because uh, in, in the books, they're like... The engineers are actually peaceful forerunner creatures, but the Covenant would strap bombs on them and send them at us. Uh, no, no right. I don't remember this at all. Okay, so they're definitely in ODST and Halo Reach, but they didn't strap bombs on them and then send them at us. They put bombs on them to prevent us from capturing them because they were so good with technology, right? It's like, oh, ah. we, we need these things deployed in the field to maintain our equipment but we can't ever let them get captured because one can make another and then two can make six. And then all of a sudden humans have energy shielding on their ships. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also the en- they're like, they're magic, man. Uh-huh. They take Lucy's like, here's my helmet. And they're like, we have implemented two entirely new features into your helmet <laughs> using, I don't know, or tentacles, I guess. Uh, technically, like, what the crap? Technically they, they use the equipment. In, yeah. Yes. It's magic. But they used okay. the equipment they have. They didn't give it like brand new features. It's not like they took a helmet and suddenly it had a cannon on it, right? And now it has infrared vision where it didn't before. Right. I mean, it's spoilers. It probably already did. Um, but <laughs> right. it, it, it took like the microphone and its speakers. So it, it, it just tweaked its comms array essentially to because they couldn't work out why she couldn't speak. So it's all stuff to do with hearing and voice. It wasn't like, oh, and now it has a right. coffee machine. <laughs> Right, like, but I mean, like, all of a sudden, there's two new icons in her HUD, right? Mm-hmm. It messes with the software, yeah, yeah, somehow, somehow, with tentacles. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, it disassembles her helmet and reassembles it in like 10 seconds. Like, it's just uh, yeah. they're like, we need magical technology creatures mm-hmm. that do whatever we want. Yep, <laughs> yeah, that's them, anyway. Yeah, I just I don't remember ever seeing them in reach so they're definitely in there okay i'll have to go back and look at some gameplay footage and maybe i'm just not remembering what they look like i did when when they showed up in the book i was like hold on what's this and i went and i googled it to see what they looked like and i was like "Mm." (laughs) you you definitely don't remember Mm, no not at all Hmm. go figure okay anyway so yeah tenant was good the movie theater was good i don't think i caught covid they did this big whole thing before the film where they're like, welcome back to Cinemark. We mm-hmm. are, we have a person on every on site at every movie theater. whose job is like cleanliness and safety. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. After every showing, we spray the whole thing down with a crazy amount of disinfectant and we clean the bathrooms every 30 minutes and like all this crazy stuff. And I was like, all right, I feel moderately safe here. That's cool. Did you wear a mask? Yeah. Good. That was the other thing. They required patrons to wear masks, so I did that. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. 
and you could only buy seats that were separated from other seats by like four seats. Oh, and really? these are the lounges. So mm. yeah, the next closest person to me was probably like 10 feet away. So it was good. Fair enough. Maybe more than that. Also, the snacks were cheaper. Really? Like I always get the same thing and it's always 20 bucks. And I'm always like, this is a ridiculous ripoff, but whatever. <laughs> right. And it was $11 <laughs> this time. And I was like, I didn't even look at the prices. <laughs> What what is happening? What do you They're like, get? please come back to the theater. A large popcorn, a large drink, and like usually like a cherry uh what do they call them? Like rope candy kind Twizzlers? of Twizzlers? No. Good, because we don't have those here. I wouldn't have understood. <laughs> I sweet tarts, soft and chewy ropes. Definitely don't understand. They're they're delicious. I like them a lot. Uh, here, I'll put into the discords. Oh, no, no, I found a picture. It's fine. Oh, good. Well done. That's actually the exact picture I found. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. uh, I mean, if you search Candy Rope, I think they're the only people that really use, or the first people that come up when you search that name anyway. Mm. And those, okay? So it usually 20 friggin' US dollars because movie theaters are a total ripoff. Uh, but I don't go to a ton of movies, so I was like, whatever. But mm -hmm. yeah, $11 this time. Mm -hmm. No, that's Oh, nice. yeah. Nerds ropes. Yeah. Right. That's You say candy rope. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's funny because I made my order and then she's like, all right, here's your total. I'll go make your popcorn. And I looked and it was $11. I was like, did she mishear me? Did she forget something? And I looked up at the... I actually, for the first time, looked up at the bow to see how much stuff was. And I was mm. like, hey, half <laughs> the prices for everything. <laughs> It was nuts. When when I went to the theater, the prices for everything were not halved. Oh, <laughs> were they all the exact same? They were all pretty much... They might have gone up. <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bastard. I'm honestly fairly impressed the Cinemarks are alive. Because they were dead in the water for about six months. Mm. And I mean, you must have had one hell of a war chest for a rainy day if you can afford to not have any income for six months for your business. Right, especially one that's dependent on advertising as well, right? Yeah, like, and <laughs> yeah, mm. well, and especially one too that you've got real estate. Mm -hmm. Theaters are big, man. You're paying a lot for that land. You're probably leasing the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for them just to eat that for six months is like you guys were gouging <laughs> us hard for years, weren't you? And yes, they were absolutely. Uh huh. But, but I mean, I don't know. If it means the movie theaters didn't die, maybe I'm okay with it. I don't know. I need to think about this more. Who knows? Either they just took out some serious loans and there's a price hike coming soon. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Somebody I was talking to said maybe there was a government bailout for the movie theater industry. I mean, maybe. <laughs> hey, Copenhagen Doss with the so. Hey, thank up, you, Copenhagen Doss. Nice. Uh, but then I was like, I don't know, like every government bailout that ever happens, there's a ton of news around it mm -hmm. because like the right wing hates that kind of thing and they'll like publicize it to the moon. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So I don't think that happened. I would have definitely heard about it by now, but mm. maybe private loans. Maybe they did. Maybe they went to some loan sharks and were like, we need $300 million to not, <laughs> to not collapse as a, as a company. And they're like, right. you got it. 27% interest compounded daily. <laughs> 
man. Uh, I was just really annoyed yesterday because I looked at my bank accounts and I was like, you earned 35 cents in interest this month. I'm like, I'm uh -huh. like, this is awful. Like, banks need to make banking more like games. So people are excited to save money because like I'm struggling here. If you just like give me a little fanfare, you don't have to give me a lot of money. Just like 35 cents though. It's so, it's no wonder people can't save money. <laughs> banks don't make it fun. Right. Well, interest rates are a double-edged sword, right? Mm -hmm. Because they apply to consumer borrowing as well as consumer lending. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when my parents were buying a house, interest rates were 16%. Your savings account was killing it. But buying a house was a nightmare. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I'd rather have a low interest rate on in my home than have an incredible interest rate in my bank account. <laughs> right now, I'm not asking for an incredible interest rate. I just feel like... The only good thing to look forward to within a savings account is A, the long-term um, savings, right? Like eventually you get to spend that money or you leave it to someone else. But, yeah. And each month seeing how much interest you earned on it. Other than that, there's nothing. And the interest is shit. <laughs> like, yes. Just if, I don't, I don't care what it is, give me a gold star. If I manage to input money into my savings account without touching it for a month, give me a, like a combo meter of gold stars to make it fun. <laughs> Um, a what? A like, combo meal of gold stars? Combo meter. So if I do it two months in a row, I have two gold stars. But if I lose on the third, I lose the combo. What do you do with the gold stars? You Nothing. don't even care if they mean anything? No, you just they, want gold stars? They, they don't mean anything, no. They're just they like, can send you emails with like a picture of a cat. You're like, well done. <laughs> I mean, sure, I, I did briefly consider like, uh, why not reach out to like Fortnite and offer V-Bucks as a reward for doing this? right Ooh, like yeah. they, they could very easily tie it into things that people give a shit about and actually get people to save money <laughs> they cross promote with everybody else might as well cross promote with a banking system i guess might as well yeah yeah interesting idea because hmm. yeah i mean every study i've ever seen about especially americans uh banking savings habits is most americans have negative savings <laughs> which Good job, everyone. Way to nail that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think yeah. it's much better here. The only, like, no. I, the only time I've ever been able to save money was after I renamed my account to my high school. Like, my financial high school. And then, as long as I keep putting money in it, I think my high school is going up and I don't touch it. <laughs> right? I, like, oh. I, I had to gamify it to trick myself to save money because I know it's good for me. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. So did that stop working? You said the no, only time you've been able to save money. Yeah, that's now. Yeah. Oh, that's current. It's been about a year. <laughs> Gamified. I like it. Yeah. They should. Do, yeah. Banks should do that more. They should totally like give you an avatar based on your bank account. And the more money's in there, like the better the gear is. <laughs> Stuff like that. You can customize it. You can buy cosmetics for your avatar if you have more cash. I mean, dude, I kind of like this idea. That feels like a way to spend money at the bank. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying it costs you real money, but the more money you have in the bank, the more virtual currency you have, you can use to customize uh, your avatar, right? Yeah, okay. I like that like initially, but I feel like people are going to want to show each other's avatars to people. And next thing you know, they're basically like, oh, I see you have the gold hat. That must mean you have at least 5,000 in savings, right? And suddenly yeah. people are going to like work out how much money you've got and be like, hmm. Well, if we just find out which avatars have the nicest shit, we know which accounts to look into. Like, sure, I, but... 
I don't I don't want any public way. I don't think that's way. how that works. <laughs> I don't think it is either, but I'm I don't want any public way of people knowing how much money I might have. Because an avatar is something people show each other. Hmm. It's a good point. I mean, some people just take a lot of pride and just they're the only ones who ever see it. Right, which is like gold stars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people, but you're right. Other people definitely would be interested in showing it to their friends and mm -hmm. posting it on Twitter which, and stuff. Which is why I'm more about consistency rewards rather than actual monetary value rewards, right? Like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I support your plan. Let's mm -hmm. get that in, mm -hmm. impl implemented now. Mm -hmm. and, Thanks. Um, I want ten percent. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Per month. Ten percent of all the money that people save. Yeah, all the additional increase in savings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Aki, it's either the, the, 35 combo stars doesn't mean a lot of money. It doesn't mean money. Maybe you're putting in a dollar every month. Yeah, like, as, uh -huh. long, as long as you're not pulling money out or like whatever conditions it is, it doesn't matter the total, right? Just yeah. the, the consistency of it, as long as you're con consistently saving, right? Because, I don't know, I, I would have my avatar and he's like, you know, in a nice jacket or whatever and a hat. And then I'd see freaking Elon Musk avatar and it's Smaug. Right. <laughs> that would be disheartening. Yes, yes it sure would. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've solved that problem. Well I've, done, us. I've solved the banking issue. Yep. We certainly have. Mm. So mm. I got, we've got about 10 minutes left. Should we do some GSL chat? We usually like to do that. Sure. Has anything happened? No. Well,. The last round happened since the last pod, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. The so, next one is in seven hours from now, which is not helpful, but... Yeah, neither of us are watching that. No. Heck no, bad time. Yeah. So, but yeah, so group A was Solar Trap, Spear, and Special, mm -hmm. and I believe we predicted Solar and Trap getting out. Mm -hmm. I remember saying that anyway, because I didn't have super a lot of faith in Special, unfortunately. I'm going to assume that's what I said, so I can sound like I was right. Yeah, smart support this plan mm -hmm. uh so yeah solar looked good two one special two one trap made it out without too much trouble there uh spear two owed special which young korean terran spear first time in gsl mm -hmm. two owed special looked kind of amazing doing it yeah 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 and then had trap on the ropes in game one of their match mm -hmm. and then just kind of fell apart all over the place and Spilled his cafeteria tray on the floor and was embarrassed. It was <laughs> he, sad. He got nervous. It's fine. It happens to everyone. One in three, I hear. He did. But it was it was his first GSL. I get it. And like I think he did very well for his first GSL, even not getting totally. Out. Um, I think his knocking out special, special is awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And yeah. I hope to see him next season. I hope to see. Yeah, him me too. Do more. I think more spear would be a lot of fun. I have more interest in him now than I did when this thing started, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So Trap and Solar moving out. Uh, what's going to happen in about seven hours here is Dark Creator, Tasia, and Zest, which is a brutal, <laughs> brutal group. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, brutal. Did we even come to a consensus on this one? Did we just say Dark I, and Zest? I don't remember. I think so. I think we did. I think you went with Tasia because you wanted to believe. I mean, I think yeah i i mean if only one of us had been here for the podcast last week and we could remember this. i know i know right copenhagen us you listen to all these things tell us <laughs> tell us who did we predict no but yeah that's a tough tough 
round one group. Mm. I don't know. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if anybody made it out. Tejo's playing well. Dark mm-hmm. isn't exactly a shoe-in for everything at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting out of the group stages, it is probably a shoe-in for Dark to make it probably. out. Probably. So, I think the only person who's like not... Uh, who I wouldn't put money on is Creator. Like, I, I, like, I'm confident Dark, yeah. Tejo, and Zesk probably get out of this. I'm not confident Creator can. I think I said that last week as well. So... Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Sorry, creator. <laughs> His picture on Wikipedia, he's wearing like cat ears. <laughs> pretty sure I mentioned that last <laughs> So, yeah, it's still there. Good yeah. job, creator. Still makes me laugh. Not only is it cat ears, but it has a tiny little sprout topping out the pop of it. Uh, popping out yeah. the top of it. Yeah. Like, some, like a lima bean sprout or something coming mm. up there. Yep. Goodness gracious. In other news... Hey, uh, hold on, hold on. Team, look, go to hit... Look, look at his player information. You see his picture. And then above his links, what's the first um, thing, like, above the links on his player page? Hold on, I'm going back. So you've got his picture, scroll down, and it's, like, EPT career rank, <gasps> circuit rank, military, military service. service. Pending? Yeah. They have have a- they added military service? Maybe. Now we need to look at other players. We do. Check. Did they hear us? They Oh my gosh. Tasia has a military service fulfilled tag. Zest pending. Ooh, interesting. This changes everything. They this has this is a direct result on us complaining about it. Uh It is. Yep. Can't be anything else. It's true. Dude, Bomber has military service fulfilled now. Trap still waiting. Spit uh Spear does not have it. Hmm. Dong Regu says fulfilled. Oh, gosh. They heard us. Who did this? I don't know. I like super great shout out to whoever went through and did that. Because I mean it's a mm-hmm. it's a PDA. Anyone could do it. Mm-hmm. Someone did That's it. That's amazing. That's so wow. Good spot. Thank you. Uh, Beyond's need... one says ending twenty or not like twenty twenty or nine question mark. <laughs> Parting's one fair. should say soon TM. <laughs> that would be great. Just as pending. Oh, we can look and see who did those edits. Aki, you're so right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. We can figure out how to use PDS. Yeah, that's Let's true. See. Edit history. Uh, search for mil- Oh, military doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pedia. <laughs> <laughs> that the is most. Re- okay, okay. So there's the most recent change here by HJP Alpha. Mm-hmm. He. Okay, so older revision. Okay, so I can go back through the revisions here mm-hmm. and see when it was added and this by who. This page was last edited on the 28th of August. Well, that doesn't say... Oh, ooh. here it is. I found it. Mm. Okay. So it was a revision that happened on the 24th of August for Creators Page by HJP Alpha. Okay. He added the military service. It was him. Excellent. Is yeah. he the one... Oh, that's right. Cope called it. 
Cope's like the biggest editor of Liquipedia is a big Laugh and Games fan. Oh, yeah. So he might have heard it just ancillarily through the podcast and then huh. started working on it. Excellent. He's a German StarCraft II fan. Well, well done, sir. Well done, indeed. I would like to buy you a beer. I know. Where can we subscribe to your newsletter? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what uh. a cool guy. I definitely want to see if I can like tweet at him or something because that's fantastic work. Mm -hmm. That's not easy because like I've been trying to find information about military service for players and it's just not out there. Mm -hmm. So maybe he has access to something that we don't, but maybe, maybe he's maybe. just adding it. And then if information comes up, people can add it to people's accounts. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not like he has an actual list of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Should have been there years ago, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. True facts. Yeah, that's okay. We'll take it now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's see what we got here. A little bit of time. I'm not sure it's quite time for the sports minute, actually. Oh, I was going to talk about um, StarCraft Two. What's the current tournament that's going on? DreamHack. Thank you. The DreamHack Falls. Yeah, DreamHack. I just googled DreamHack to like pull up the bracket, and it just says canceled. <laughs> Google's result Ooh. is DreamHack Winter 2020 canceled. <laughs> oh right, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that's funny though. Yeah. The so ESL Pro Tour. Do you need done a link? already? No, I got there. Okay. Okay, so we've got we're doing the EU right now. We're doing both. They did uh, Europe and North America today. I watched some. Oh wow! Oh, I watched a lot of games. Today. That's a ton of work. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anything notable happened here? Sarah went 4-0. Rainer went 4-0. Clem went, or rather, yeah, 3-0. Elazer 3-0. Hero Marine 3-0. Yeah, none of this is too surprising. Yeah, no. Um, uh, there was uh, something. I don't see anything too surprising in the EU groups at all. Like, not right. a single thing. Right. I don't think there's anything too surprising. I, uh, there was some interesting games between, I think it was Haas and Bly, go figure. Um, yeah. Which in and of itself is not surprising. They had interesting games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I watched um, Braddock versus Serral today. Uh-huh. Uh, Serral just stomp him. Kind of. Braddock tried to do a Thor drop in the first game. Uh-huh. Got absolutely nothing done with it. And then the second oh. game, he's like, I know what the problem was. I need to drop two Thors this time. <laughs> <laughs> Still got nothing done with it. <laughs> oh, Bratok. Actually, they're not done with this. I thought they were finished. No, no, no. no still going. They've got September 3rd and September 4th and 5th and 6th. They have games going. Holy crap. It's yep. a lot of group stage. There's a lot to do. Yeah. All right. So North America results anything intriguing whatsoever. Mm, M Canning, great. Astrea and Nina, yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. We love our Protoss in North America, that's for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. My goodness, that's four Protoss. Yeah. North America. All of them... Well, all of them winners so far anyway. It's not over yet. Scarlet hasn't played yet. Let's go Scarlet. Represent Zergs in North America, please. All right. Stop playing Brood War so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yep. So good. 
good dream hack stuff happening a lot of starcraft it's good to be following a sport that's not dependent on any of this covid stuff right oh for sure to a certain yeah. to a certain extent like obviously they don't have huge crowds of people watching live but the events are going on without much trouble whatsoever mm-hmm. so that's great yeah so sports ball minute. This is where you, you can just leave the room if you want. We can watch you do that now because that's awesome. How would I know to come back? I'll yell really loud <laughs> and you can hear me through your headphones on your desk. Okay. All right, deal. All right, sports ball minute has begun. The NBA playoffs are continuing and they are fantastic. So far, the Lakers and the Clippers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Celtics and the Raptors have made it into the semifinal or into the quarterfinals here. So far, so good. Houston and OKC are going to go to a game seven. Denver and Utah are playing game seven right now. It's a very close, very intense game. I kind of want to wrap up the podcast and watch that one because if two very evenly matched games are uh, teams, both with injury issues, and we'll see who comes out on top today for the right to play the Clippers, who are looking pretty scary, nevertheless, waiting for them in the next round. I'm trying to decide who I want to. I want to. I guess I want to see Houston go up against the Lakers. I think they can give them the biggest amount of trouble. And I hate the Lakers. If they end up losing before the finals, I'll be very pleased. Miami took a game off of Milwaukee. Jimmy Butler was fantastic in that match. Boston's up two to zero on Toronto, which is a little surprising. Toronto's been feisty uh, all year. I mean, they've really looked good. They do good team basketball. They've got a lot of good scores. They play defense very excellently, but they're more of a transition team. And Boston's one of the better tra- uh, teams at stopping transition from their uh, opponents. And so that's kind of come an unstoppable force meets a movable object, right? And so far, Boston's looked on top there. So the West, a bloodbath as usual. I'd be surprised if Miami came out over Milwaukee. And if it does, it's going to make me question Giannis's credentials as being the MVP of the league. If you get knocked out in the second round in the East by Miami, like I don't know if Giannis can be considered at, at the level that he is today. But regardless, should be good. And yeah, that's it for the sports ball minute. Glad the NBA is here. College football is going to be happening in a week or so, which is nuts. We'll see if that turns into a disaster or not. But very excited for the NBA to continue. And we are done. Sports minute out. Okay. You're back? I'm back, yeah. Wonderful. How, How's your energy drink? It's a bottle of water. Oh, I caught a glimpse of it. It looked energy drinkish. It is a D and D labeled. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. It's water. Very cool. Oh, I do want to talk about one thing real quick before we go. Is it sports? No. Good. So I had an experiment to throw up a Brood War and StarCraft Two cast that's oh, two and a half yeah, hours yeah, yeah. long on my YouTube channel. I see. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do not it approve of the a... thumbnail. It is a massive failure in every possible way. It has fewer views, fewer impressions in the click-through rate. Mm -hmm. And it's the 10th out of 10th ranked video that I have posted out of the last 10 videos. It is horrendously received by my people. Mm. So lesson learned, don't mix the Brood War and StarCraft 2 groups. They will both hate the resulting abomination. And both ignore it entirely. If I had just posted the fastest map, there's the fastest map Brood War game in there. If I just posted that, it would have done fine. Uh, For some reason, because it's part of a huge thing. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to split it out and make it its own own cast for sure. (laughs) Okay. Because nobody's watching this thing. Right. I guarantee you the Brood War people clicked on it. It was like, oh, it's StarCraft 2 first. All right. Never mind. 
Well, like I, the, I like, say, if you're here the, for the, the Brood War, it's here. There's a timestamp. I put a link in the description. You, I pinned a comment. You, you know, I tried. Well as I do. People do not read. But the name of the video is StarCraft Brood <laughs> they, War. They would I, have to read that. And I categorized it as a Brood War video because YouTube doesn't let you choose two different games to be put in your mm -hmm. uh, category there. Mm -hmm. well, anyway. Now you so, know. Learn my lesson. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Compassion. I had a lot of fun casting it. <sighs> so, yeah. RJB deserves more than for his video to be slammed into a bunch of stuff that's not getting any views. So Fair enough. We'll fix it. That's all. That's all I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Okay. So I, uh, I think we're done. I think we're done. Okay. Maybe we'll stream some stuff after this. Yo. Um. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna quickly go and raid someone, and then we'll be back in like 15 minutes after food, maybe. Yeah. Sounds yeah. reasonable. Cool. 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 All right. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to the Falcon Paladin Hour. Check out the merch. Check out the Patreon page for the podcast. Link in the show notes. Maybe links here too. Until next time, as always, go say hey to Maynard for us. Come back if you want to watch us play. And stay safe, stay healthy. Above all, please take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Bye. And raid right away. Nice. What is this? Do Ultra a Nightmare? Yeah, he's doing a 100% speed run on the hardest difficulty, where if you die, you go back to the start of the game. Why is he an alien? What is going on? Uh, there's a section of um, Doom where you take control of a Doom.